Hey, how's the girl, Claudia Jordan? And we are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink and get ready to sip on this hot tea. All right, now, before we get started, Al was on the red carpet of the Golden Globes this week. Let's check it out. What's up, Fox Soul and Soulmates? It's Al Reynolds coming to you live from the 81st Golden Globes right here in Los Angeles, where the strike is over and the carpet is open. What does it feel like to be on a carpet? I'm so excited. This is my first time at the Golden Globes. It's exciting. It's always something new to your left and to your right. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be creative, happy to be living. So, you know, I'm here. So, Mace, we are really interested about what Taraji said about black actors and their pay in Hollywood, so we've decided to ask the stars about it. What are your thoughts about what she was sharing with everyone? I totally agree. You know, I love Taraji. She's always been such an inspiration and role model to me, and everything that she's saying is true and real. So hopefully this industry can get it together, get it together. Well, it's real. It's been real for a long time. It's been real since black people left Reconstruction. We've been unpaid and underpaid. You know, social media makes everything feel like these are new conversations, but they're not necessarily new. So, I mean, the truth of the matter is things are always difficult until we see things change. She's right. I mean, look, it is what it is. It's been like that. And, you know, it's on us to, you know, figure out our, our business and know your value, know your worth. The business is tough. You got to imagine it's tough for just black actors in general, but for a black female, it's even worse. What would you tell that eight-year-old Fantasia? Job well done, baby. You failed several times, but you got back up. I would say your imagination is going to take you further than anyone else around you could imagine. You're worthy of all of your dreams and your passions. Live life and never take no for an answer and just keep striving. What, what would you tell the eight-year-old Marlon? Bet on yourself. <laughs> All right, soulmates, that's it here at the 81st Golden Globes. Up next, we got the Grammys. All right, Al, what was the most memorable part of being on the carpet at the Golden Globes this year? Man, let me tell you, Claudia, it was so exciting. I think the most memorable part for me was watching Fantasia work the top of that carpet to the end of the carpet. She walked with such style and such grace and with such pride. To know her story is to appreciate her and to be motivated by her. Um, Fantasia and I had a moment, which you didn't get to see, but she and I, she actually cried with me, gave me a big hug because we both are from the same area, so we know some of the challenges they are. To see her get her flowers after all she's been through, to, to be the voice, I mean, to be the conversation on the car because everybody wanted to speak to her. And the fact that she stopped at Fox Soul and gave us time was a highlight for me. Oh, and let me tell you, her and her husband looked amazing. All right. It's nice to see beautiful black people. Jolene Stockley said, look at all these beautiful, talented people and must echo those sentiments. Speaking of those, we did not get into the introductions because I went right to your package. Joining us tonight is our guest host, Flame Monroe. Hey, Flame. Hey, Claudia. Hello, Mr. Reynolds. Hey, soulmates. Hey, Flamettes. We back. Day three. Hump day. Let's hump it out. <laughs> are, you, are, are you drinking with us tonight? I am drinking with you guys tonight. I have a, a Jamaican Me Happy wine cooler because you know I'm not a real drinker. I drank some real wine yesterday, girl. I was asleep all morning. Good God. Lord. And Al, you drinking tonight? 
Absolutely. I have to, Ooh, especially with these topics this week and also working with Flame. You know, Flame, Flame is a veteran at this. He's like working with you and Funky. Y'all make me a little nervous. So hopefully the tequila will take some of that edge off. Flame, uh, we appreciate you being here with us this week. And uh, the Flame Ants are representing in the chat. Let's get to these topics because that's what you came here for. Let's let's get into it. Now, actress Vivica A. Fox, Fox Soul's very own Vivica A. Fox, recently spoke to TMZ and gave her take on Taraji P. Henson's comments about the unfair treatment of black actresses in Hollywood. Take a look. You know, darling, to each his own. Do you know what I mean? I'm very happy, very blessed. And... Uh, to each his own. I didn't have that experience, so, you know, but to uh, get your piece out is important. I totally understand that. And uh, I love my girls for looking out for each other, but uh, I'm good. All right, Flame, what do you think about what Vivica had to say? Okay, first of all, I'm gonna say me and Vivica shopped at the exact same wig store. We just took it off the mannequin, rolled out. <laughs> Secondly, Vivica, was it me or was Vivica giving uh, Car Shield car commercial? She was still in that element. Car Shield car commercial, yes, darlings. And get your Car Shield darlings. And oh my God, you about to get me in trouble with somebody else. No, no I love Vivica Fox. Oh my God, I've been love, in love with Vivica Fox since out all night, but I'm a comedian and I'm gonna make a joke about it. Okay. She was giving me very Car Shield realness. Yes, honey, get your cars covered at Car Shield, darling. <laughs> I love that what she said, she stayed safe. She stayed in the zone. She played it cool because you know you can't say the wrong thing now or you get canceled. Good job, Vivica Fox. Carshield, darling. <laughs> okay. Al, what do you think? You know what, Flay? Ooh, you are mad. You are messy. Well, you know, um, soulmates, because we know Vivica and she's a part or used to be a part of the Fox Soul family and Vivica and I used to rock hard body with each other back in the day. I called her because I said, was this exactly what it was that you were trying to reveal? Like, is that how you felt or was it something that we missed before or after that interview? Because you know how TMZ can cut stuff and have you looking crazy out here in these streets sometimes. But uh, she said, no, she said, I said what I said. She said, I'm good. And the fact that she said that means she stands on what she how it was interpreted so she's saying that she didn't go through what gabrielle union went through she didn't go through what monique went through and she didn't go through what taraji p henson went through so we have to take her for her face value and say if that's the truth then good for vivica and i gotta point out that just because vivica didn't experience that that doesn't mean that that doesn't take away from taraji's uh story and um it's two different people they may have two different experiences two different agents two different representations two different situations but i do like that she didn't hate on it or deny that it happened she just said it wasn't her experience and and that's that um tia chan said i wonder if she's in a feeling because 50 cent offered to work with taraji I don't know about that. Vivica stays. I don't know about that one either. Yeah, Vivica stays busy. Vivica is an Ohio OG. Vivica gonna go stand on it. Like, like T.I. son. Vivica gonna stand on business, baby. <laughs> Vivica stands on business, baby. <laughs> and she's a fantastic I, I, producer. She's always working. Vivica is a smart businesswoman. I will say this. Vivica was uh, here working with us on Cocktails of Queens every Monday. And she also did her movies, also produced, also had her wig line. Like, she was... She's about her bread. Like she's gonna get all the checks and not leave any on the table. And I, I'm not mad at her. So she probably don't feel that because she's like, you know what? Ain't no shortage over here. Mm. All right, moving on. Donald Trump, ugh, Georgia case. Look, y'all, it's getting interesting. After legal filings allege that the Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis 
hired her romantic partner to prosecute Trump. They, I knew they was going to come after this sister. According to the legal filing, special prosecutor Nathan Wade funded extravagant vacations with Fani using the funds in his law firm received from Fulton County. Do you think this is a conflict of interest? Al, we'll go to you first on this one. Listen, I ain't going to lie. Nathan is an attractive man. Can you put that picture back up, production? I know I'm going in the wrong direction, but can you put that picture back up? That's an attractive man. Anyway, okay, Claudia, you asked, what are my thoughts? This is unethical, and it's something that simply should not be going on. And that's a fact. I don't care how we cut it, slice it, or look like look at it. But if the Trump administration Okay, if we're going to just do a look back about unethical, if the Trump administration can hire lovers, boyfriends, drug addicts, nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, have nepotism running up and down, the daughter sitting in secretary of state meetings, then what is wrong with this prosecutor hiring a very well-educated, informed man around this prosecution? It's not going to change. It's not going to change. It doesn't make the prosecution any less valid he broke the constitutional law period end of story so it could be a new law student out of law school uh trying this or it could be him the charges and the violations and the breaking of the law are the same period now the thing that scares me though and claudia you and flame know this because you guys follow politics is that this administration is going to use this to buy time up into the election to defer this case or to throw it off as it relates to the state of Georgia. And that's where I'm concerned. This man, Donald Trump, can be friends with Jeffrey Epstein, can have be charged with rape, and can ensue or incite an insurrection, but still be able to run for the president of the United States. What are we really talking about, whether or not she had a romantic interest with Nathan or not? All right, uh, Patrice Bean said, sick of Trump, boy, bye. And Tanisha Ra Rachel said, Trump and his whole administration is and was forever going to be unethical. Flame, I know this is your sweet spot and you love to speak on politics. What do you think about this? Oh, it's all a distraction decoy. It's all a distraction decoy to take away from what is really happening. They're going to weaponize anything and everything they can to put this man back in office. They are using it. And what Al said is correct, but it's two different Americas, Al. It is two very prevalent different Americas because what they can get away with is not even remotely close to what we will get away with. It is crazy. This man has done everything. He also said that the coronavirus came from China. It came from China. And as we can see, the only thing that came from China was $8 million in his hotels while he was the president of these United States. Understand me, it's all a distraction decor. We got to stay on course. We got to understand that Joe Biden came into a broken kitchen while Obama, was, while Obama left Trump a beautiful kitchen. And in four years, he destroyed it. President Biden is a foreign policy ally. We are by he's fixing mending fences in, in, in the other parts of the world that Trump broke. We got to stay on course. Biden needs two terms. You can say what you want to say. They're going to distract all we can, but we will lose. We will lose our democracy. And as we stand right now, we lo we're losing it day by day. This country shows us that they reward bad behavior. Mm -hmm. Golden Queen H said Trump gets away with everything. Why? Uh, you know what? Because he's an old, rich, white man. And in this country, we are such a fan of celebrity and wealth that we let people that are blatantly playing in our faces get away with a lot of things. Yeah. Um, the audacity of this man, right, whose entire administration was about nepotism, infidelity, 
cheating, being with hookers, being with porn stars, doing all the things that are unethical. But we like him, not we, but them, because he's entertaining and wasn't boring and was like tough, appeared tough. Let me just remind y'all what was happening during the Trump administration. I think people are forgetting, and I'm sick of 20% of black men that are starting to switch over to, to support Donald Trump because you feel like, oh, I can relate to being unfairly persecuted. Mm -hmm. We were locked down in our houses yeah. for a long time. Then you mess up our trade deals. Then the prices of steel and lumber skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. But y'all that don't care to push those buttons on your computer, okay, but you can refresh your Instagram every day, want to say, no, it didn't happen. No, do your research. All the um, supply chain issues started with Donald Trump and continued. Gas was low. You know why? Because nobody could go anywhere. We were on a lockdown. But under President Biden, 8 million new jobs were created higher than any president, okay, on the books in modern day history. Yes, Biden is sleepy. Yes, Biden is old. But let's be real. Trump is four years behind him and has a wider hip span. This man is unhealthy as well. He does. Wait a minute. I know Claudia. this man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because Biden was old when he was Obama's vice president. What y'all thought he was going to do? Drink some Benjamin Button juice and go backwards? No, he's getting old. He's seasoned. He's a foreign policy expert. That is what we need. He's the only one that's qualified to handle this position right now. Yes, he's old. He's going to get older. But guess what? Ronald Reagan was old. And for the last three years of his, life, his presidency, he didn't even know who he was. And that is no shade. That's just life. Somebody guess, else made the decisions. I get so embarrassed by the misinformation, how it's working. And I'm going to go ahead and address. Bless Diva 09 said, once Biden lied about forgiving student loans, he lost me, period. Let me just address you real quick. Three million Americans' loans have been forgiven in student loans. Congress, the Republican Congress, was blocking him at every step of the way. Yeah, that's the truth. He signed an executive. He was like, forgive him. And Congress came in, the Republicans, and voted against you. And y'all want to vote for these people? Let me, need I remind you, this is the same Congress that said, I don't care, ladies, if you are raped, molested, your uncle gets you pregnant, you can't have an abortion. And we're going to find your doctor and put a bounty on him if he gives you one, even if you are the victim of rape. This is the same administration and the same political party, the Republicans, that want to chip away at your rights. They took away um uh equality and in, in work in workplace workplace equality we had laws in place that made and forced corporations to have to use and dip from the pool and hire from the pool of black and brown people and that is out the door and guess what they're doing they are obliging oh we don't have to hire black folks so miss me with y'all being bought out for $1,400 stimulus checks and using them in SUSU groups. And now you think you was balling under President Trump. You were not. We were in the house. You had no lower expenses and the supply chain was messed up. Stop. Be aware of what's really happening. I know I'm taking a long time on this, but it's so important and I care. Oh, I love the passion, Claudia. Trump is you. saying he is going to be a dictator on day, day one. one. And if you don't believe him, I feel sorry for you when he gets in office, makes himself the forever president and says about it. This is the new world order. And that's what Trump is. The, that's the danger of President Trump. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'm going to keep staying on his neck and informing y'all of what is really real. Girl, and you had got hot. I Let did. I'm, I'm frustrated because it's working on our people because we're so emotional. We're emotional and we're missing what's happening 
right in front of us. Okay, I got to go to break. Coming up next, find out why tenants in Illinois were trapped in their homes. And later, members of a cult have gone missing. Keep it here. All right, y'all. Welcome back to Teach. Yeah, you know, I love, we're going to use this platform uh, going to this election year. I think it's very important. It's 2024. We have got to get the messaging yeah. out because the Democratic Party is doing an awful job of getting the messaging out. They've never been good at saying, hey, we've done this, y'all. They just let the Republicans run with the negativity and then we just let them control the narrative. So we're going to commit to that here on Fox Soul. Yeah. All right, y'all, get into this next story. Residents of an apartment building in Harvey, Illinois, were allegedly boarded up and trapped inside of their homes. Take a look. There's a 73-year-old man boarded up in this apartment. They done broke the handle off the door, boarded this man in his apartment, ain't got no right, ain't no sheriffs here. There's not a single sheriff here. There's, they think Harvey police is allowed to do this. I don't even see Harvey police here. I don't even see Harvey police here. They boarded this 73-year-old man up in his apartment all right y'all tenants say they were not warned of any evacuation and were boarded up inside their apartments during the middle of the night now city officials also mentioned that property owners were informed of a mandatory evacuation in october due to safety concerns al let's go to you first what are your thoughts yeah can you imagine though waking up and trying to get out your apartment and you can't, you can't get out the window and you can't get out the door. I gotta think that that was extremely scary, but Claudia, they're right. Um, the They had safety inspectors come in, they had city officials come in, they did multiple welfare checks on all the residents in there because stru structurally, this particular building was unsafe and it's has been deemed unsafe for a number of years. So I don't know what the resident who said that there was no warning or anything. I think they probably missed it or didn't open their door. Like sometimes when census come through, you don't open the door because there were multiple visits to this site to let them know that it was unsafe. It was structurally unsafe and that it was also unsafe for anybody to eat. It's not even habitable. Okay. With that being said, that one resident has come forward and she said they did come talk to her. But like a lot of the residents in there, she has nowhere to go. So what was she to do? She has no money to move. What is she to do? So in this case, I don't know who's right or wrong, but I will say this. Prayers go out to anybody that's involved in it because you definitely got to get out now and hopefully you'll find a safe place to lay your head in this winter season. Ben Stars jump through my phone screen. What kind of inhumane-ish is this? Flame, what do you think about this and these people that are going through it? Harvey is a suburb of Chicago where I'm from, and I know that Harvey is not the, the, the richest suburb. My question is, what kind of sleeping pill did they sleep take that you didn't hear somebody boarding you in the damn house? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, and that, I don't want no landlords to get no ideas that if I ain't paid my rent, I'm going to just lock your ass in the house. I ain't going to lock you out. That right. is crazy. I saw that woman in there who had breast cancer, she was uh -huh. suffering breast cancer. It is so crazy and preponderous, but it's a it's a it's a lower income area. And this is why our vote is so important that we have to make real change, because what we all are, are Americans, everything that affects everybody will affect us. It just won't affect us the same. But that was that was very scary. But I'm, I still want to know, damn, you ain't hit nobody boarding you in. I would have heard you knocking at my door. My my dogs would have went crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Flame, I'm going to say this. I would be one of those people because I sleep. I don't really sleep that well. My sleep is really bad, especially when I'm, I'm 50. I'm probably premenopausal. When I do finally get to sleep, I sleep through anything. When I was in college, they put firecrackers in my door and lit them on fire. And I never woke up. I slept through fire drills, bomb threats, and everything. I mean, I know that's rare, but I, I, I don't know. I guess. Well, I, don't tell nobody else that publicly. You <laughs> don't say that publicly no more. Cut you I just had all kind of thoughts running through my mind. Knock it oh off. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, y'all, switching up gears. We have an update on Draymond Green's NBA suspension. Green has been reinstated to play again, but in a recent interview, Draymond said he was considering retirement saying that it was becoming all too much for him. He's getting frustrated. Draymond said the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, convinced him not to make a rash decision and stay active in the league. What are your thoughts on Draymond coming back to play? Flame, let's go to you first. And how have you been following his career? He's been, he gets suspended a lot. He fights a lot. There's a lot of pent-up aggression there. He needs to take that out. Maybe he should show up at your house while you sleep. That's a lot. <laughs> Girl, that, listen, it shows poor sportsmanship. You know, it takes – for every 50 black athletes that you see that make it to a professional uh, league or a team, I mean, for every one, 50 didn't make it. And you have an opportunity to be a representative for the younger athletes that's coming out. He's showing no sportsmanship. I understand there's heated exchanges on the field sometimes, but somebody has to be the grown-up to walk away. Somebody, and he gets into a lot of fights. Oh, my God, I bet you it's good. Oh, what's good? <laughs> you bet what's don't, good? Don't act like you don't know now. I you bet, you bet what's plans. good, Rob Flame. What you the think good? The aggression. Oh, okay, I just, okay. I just got turned on. <laughs> you gotta watch out. You know the aggression. You know the aggress the aggressive ones are the ones that are not that good. No, I'm kidding. Um, so I'll I'll, tell, I'll just share my thought. I couldn't agree with you more, um, Flame, as it relates to there are so many young black men that would love to have this opportunity. And to think back in August, I think, or maybe June, he just signed a hundred million dollar contract with the Warriors. And for him to like really kind of just like discard that, not only just the fact that he is in a position that a lot of young black men would like to be in, but also to behave like that when you're getting paid such a large sum of money. Now, what I will say is this, this is probably some of the best PR work that I've ever noticed when it comes to a black athlete. Whoever has put their arms around him has guided him in the right way. He said, I have failed miserably with how I behaved in the NBA. And he said, the one thing that I am going to do and be committed to doing is receiving counseling how many times have we said on this show that if people would just admit to their damn yeah. wrongdoing and go to rehab or go to counseling we'll forget and we turn the page and that's exactly what's happening and he's also committed to doing counseling ongoing and that is good and to meet with both the warrior head guys as well as the nba representatives to make sure this doesn't continue to happen so my hat right now draymond green is going out off to you it's going to be taken off for you because you're looking like you're very interested in doing what's best for you and your team but my eye is on you buddy i don't want to see any of these antics moving forward he better be ready for counseling you have been part of one of the best franchises in nba history like you're part of the golden state warriors which is I, i'm a celtics fan but then it's golden state warriors and then the mavericks and you are so talented and so aggressive in your play, and you are an asset to any team, but it's the antics that are getting in the way of your talent. And this is an issue. 
Um, you're getting paid well. You're dope at what you do. But please don't let you giving a cheap shot and elbow in someone's face, punching someone in front of all the cameras and doing all these types of things mess up your bag. Save because your bag. Oh, say it again, Claudia. Save, save your bag, bag and save Listen, your job. I'm a big proponent of saving one's bag. Let's and read if, some of these comments, Claudia. Hold on, hold on. I'm not doing what I'm saying. Oh. And if you can save your bag by just adjusting your mentality just a little bit, and if it takes therapy, then why not? Go ahead, Al. Go ahead and read some comments. Oh, LaShonda Harris said, wonderful to hear accountability for one's own actions. Draymond just turned turned out okay. Um, Sonny Levin said, he keeps doing it because the Warriors in the NBA let him. Sonny also said, he got mental issues for real. <laughs> GB said, I hope he's still in therapy though. Yes, GB, he's, a, he's required to go to therapy through the re remainder of the season. And Mecca Chanel just saying said, I don't live far from Harvey. Oh, it's just a horrible service. The police is corrupt. All right. All right, let's get into this next story. Former Rockefeller Records co-founder, Dame Dash is claiming that he's broke and saying that he can't afford to pay his monthly child support to his baby's mother, Rachel Roy. Dame is asking the court to reduce his child support payments from $3,000 a month to $428 a month. Dame claims he only made $5,000 as his total income in 2022, but Rachel is calling him out saying that Dame is lying about his total income. Do you believe Dame is low in funds or is he playing games with his baby mama, Rachel Roy? Oh, let's go back to you, Al. Oh, this is so sad because I know Rachel Roy and it's such a sweet woman. Um, reducing the payment to $438. That's absurd, Damon. Come on, brother. And she, we all know that he's still owned, part owner of Rockefeller. So I'm just confused. Uh, and $3,000, given the status of this man, given the money and the assets that he really has, it's really not that amount of money. The thing that saddens me the most, though, Claudia, is at the end of the day, the person that's getting hurt the most is the child. And that is what really hurts my feelings. Now, I'm not going to pretend like, though, that this is not a very serious and real conversation in the black community, especially for black men, because a lot of black men are feeling the wrath of these court-imposed child support. I totally get it, but I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to a guy that you guys know as well as I know has the money. Come on, Damon, you can do better, and I know at the end of the day you will, but $438 to support your child, given your status and your influence on the culture, just doesn't feel right. I have to speak on this and he's probably going to be mad at me because I have personal inside information on this. I work with Dame Dash a few times and he has a lot of judgments that he has recently lost. He is one third owner. Of, he has some interest in Rockefeller, but he has a judgment against that and they want him to sell that so he can actually pay his debts. He has lots of debt for defamation cases, lots of lawsuits that he's recently lost. I testified in one of those cases because we were right. in a movie that he tried to gangster. And went left. And I will say this, Dame Dash, I know you watch a lot of this stuff and you're going to be mad about this. You, when we had talks in your kitchen, you and your fiance, you are a smart guy. But you, again, are another person that, whose emotions get in the way of your talent. There is no way that you should not be at a better level when you started off with Jay-Z. But I get shaking the table. I get calling out corporate BS because there is a lot of that. But some of your injuries are self-imposed and self-induced, Dame Dash. You are trying to act like you made $5,000 last quarter. But you're renting these homes for $30,000, $40,000 and then defaulting on them. This is what I know, or I'll say allegedly. 
You're doing these things because you don't want to pay your lawsuits. Get your ego in order and then go to therapy and then get your money in order. You are someone that has great taste. You're one of this generation's great tastemakers. You know talent. You work with Jay-Z and some of the greatest people in the business. And I'm sad to see you over here talk about you can only give your baby mama $428. Are you serious right now? I it's embarrassing. I have secondhand embarrassment for you. Go ahead, Flame. I got a question. Dame Dash is about 50 plus years old, right? How old is this baby? Because he's still knocking him out. Who is he? Robert De Niro? Good God. First of all, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm not going to give Dame, Dame, Dame Dash a pass because that's a lot. That's a big cut. That means I would have to relocate how I live and where I live. That's one thing. But secondly, we don't know his fault because it looks good in the public eye does not mean that's what it's like in his private life. It might look like he's publicly rich, but he is how you know what they say. What is it? House rich and cash poor. He may not have finances like that. We just don't know because people don't want to divulge that. So I don't know all the particulars, but that is a big cut. You're going to take me from three thousand to four hundred and twenty eight dollars. I can't even get my hair done. What about my unit? <laughs> you know, I tell my friends this all the time. I used to say everyone's rich, so it's time to pay a bill. Like everyone wants to ball out and be on social right. media and show mansions and show jewelry and this, that, the third. And they really don't have it like that. Stop worrying about the perception of what it looks like and start worrying about what it is. Dame, you have a platform. Get your business up and running. Get your content out there and get back where you're supposed to be. You are actually really good at what you do. But it's the ego that's getting in the way of your success. And it's sad. All Claudia, right, say, it. say it, Claudia. King it's, Harris, say it, Claudia. It's the ego getting no, in the way. No, stand on business. Say it, Claudia. I'm serious. I mean, and I, I've seen a lot of people like this. I, I used to date someone I was like this. So I'm like, you're dope as hell, but it's your ego messing it up. And there's a lot of people in reality TV, in sports, that are dope and should be balling, but they're not because they yeah. sabotage themselves. Forget the praise from the peanut gallery. Get your business in order and make your money and be leave a legacy behind for your I kids. I agree. I agree. All right. Coming up next, we're talking about a crazy story involving a missing cult member members and later find out what why people are going crazy for a pink cup. All right. We'll be right back. All right, y'all, welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to the soulmates in the chat. We rock with y'all that are rocking with us. We love you so much. All right, y'all, here's a crazy story coming out of Missouri. Six members of Prophet Rashad Jamal's spiritual cult have gone missing. Now, if you remember, if you, I'm sorry, if you've never heard of Rashad Jamal White, he's a self-proclaimed prophet and rapper who created the online religious group, the University of Cosmic intelligence <laughs> all right his teaching involved online conspiracy theories like the grand canyon is a gateway to africa and believing that birds are government operated drones all right y'all how do y'all feel about this online religion and its members disappearing a flame let's go to you first what are your thoughts and would you join this cult so many people are weak in their DNA and so easily led by something that looks good to them, even when they know it's a detriment to them. I always say that lost people follow lost people because they are so easily to be persuaded, i.e. 76 million people voted for the last administration. So many lost people follow lost people. You have to know who you are here on you so nobody else can own you. I think that's scary, crazy scary, but those cults 
They, they reel you in, they brainwash you so crazy. But if you don't know who you are, you lose it. That's scary. You know, if you look on a map of, you can Google, do a Google search where like the highest concentration of people enter cults is people that don't have a lot of uh, roots, like California. A lot of people in California are transplants. Like I'm leaving Missouri and I'm going to California. And I remember when I first moved there, that, that was a scary thing. And a lot of people are susceptible because they're looking for their tribe and they're looking for yeah. people to bond with. Al, what do you think about this story? And what do you have to add to this? I find this story to be really fascinating. Number one is because did you know that there are upward of 10,000 cults in the United States? Wow. And most exist under the radar and they don't like they don't like media press like this because they want to be anonymous. And, and so to get attention this way, it would be very concerning for the leader in the cult. And the funny part is cults itself just the structure of cults is not illegal in the united states so you can be a part of any cult in any type of cult and we know that there are three types of cult and this particular type of cult is called a mystical oriented um, illumination type of cult now the sad part for me is the cult leader here is in jail serving 18 years for child molestation. Oh my God. Jesus. Okay. Not only is he in jail and leading the cult from jail, got 18 years sentence for child molestation, but like Claudia said, part of his cult theory and belief is that birds are drones and that they are placed in society to spy on us, along with the fact that he's saying that the Grand Canyon, if you walk to the end of the Grand Canyon, you're going to end up in Africa. Now, come on now. Now, I've done a lot of walking, but if we know the continent of Africa and where it's located, it's nowhere close to the Grand Canyon. It's so sad that so many people are just out here lost and looking for community or just Acceptance. a group to be a part of that they will believe the most craziest and weirdest things yeah. that are so not true because someone told them to think that. Yeah. Claudia, can I ask a question? Didn't you say that he was a prophet? Mm. Aren't prophets supposed to predict the future? Mm-hmm. You think he saw that 18 month sentence coming? I just landed it for you. You mean 18, 18 year sentence. 18 oh, 18 years. Year. Did that I say month? I meant 18 year sentence. All right. In other crazy Missouri news, a math teacher was charged with statutory rape for allegedly having sex with a 16-year-old student. 26-year-old Haley Clifton Carmack allegedly used other students as lookouts while having sex with a victim during school hours. And get this, the victim's father was also charged for knowing about the relationship and allowing it to happen. You know what? That's a problem when, with boys. Oh, that's my boy. He just knocking it out of the park. What do you think about this story? Flan, let's go to you first. Oh, I am a parent. I am a, I am a parent. And if an older woman did something like that to my kid at school, I was going to meet her on the, on the playground. I'm just going to let you know I'm that parent. You know what is so crazy about this, Claudia? We used to only hear about male teachers doing things like this. This has become, in a, since, uh, uh, what's her name? Caterno, the girl, the lady who went to jail for dealing with the little 14, Mary Kay, whatever. Mm, they're has, married. Yeah, yeah, now, but th since that, so many female teachers, it has exploded that it is so prevalent that so many female teachers are messing with these underage boys. Now, I know these underage boys' milk is different because they're getting a little bigger than they was in my era. But girl, they still underage. Their mind and their spirit is still immature. Uh, wait, is, wait, 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 wait. What? Their milk. I don't get excited about. I was talking about the meat. Calm down. 
What? <laughs> what I'm saying? What did you say? The milk is a little bit different because the, the milk is different because the meat is different. The meat has changed, but it's so many female teachers that that's coming out. That's just a. It's like a every other week story oh, with females, and you would never hear about a female molesting somebody. It was always about a male. Baby, the winds have changed. It's I mean, I I know the dating scene is hard, but with 14 year olds and 16 year olds and 15 year olds like ladies get it together all right y'all pro boxer Excuse me. i didn't give my thought on this okay, <laughs> you, know what saying, you know what my saying is I, i'm not letting you get away with this i'm sorry what's my saying where is the outrage now i might not have a segment but we're gonna get a segment soon so mace watch me where is the freaking outrage because right. if this was a male if this right. was a male teacher raping a young female lady, it would be all over national headlines. Now, let me tell you why it's even super ridiculous. The daddy knows about the rape. So if the daddy knew, if it was a woman, if it was a little girl, if the daddy knew, that daddy would be in jail tomorrow for allowing his daughter to get raped. Yeah, and agree. not to mention if it was little girls, because the little boys had to do the lookout. They were the watchmen while they were while the teacher was getting it on with the with the little boy, while the teacher was raping the little boy, let's be clear. She had and he had his friends standing at the door in the classroom to watch out while they got it in. If that was to happen, if that was little girls looking out for a girl being raped by a male teacher, everybody involved would be in jail, including the principal. It's unfair. It's not right. The dad needs to go to jail. The teacher needs to go to jail and the school needs to be held responsible. Where is the outrage, everybody? Why is there a double standard? Where is the outrage? I'm going to say it again. Like I said, uh, the father was probably thinking, my boy's getting it in. The fact that he co-signed his son being molested, okay? It ain't different because it's a boy versus a girl victim. And I think we need to get that mentality out of our minds because I think that's really disgusting. And we're allowing these women to get away with it. And they need to be held accountable. It's trash. Um, and it's not cute, ladies. I would have showed up in drag and whooped her ass and then came out of drag and said, my wife came and did it. I would have whooped her ass in drag and then took it all off and said, my wife did that. <laughs> how, are you getting, how are you getting raped? How is this young female teacher so bold that she is having sex with the kid in the classroom? In the classroom that she's teaching in every day and that he is not even a student in the class at very disgusting and very, very, very bold. All right, keep it locked because coming up next, find out why people are going crazy over a cop. And later we have some red carpet fashion. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. Now, if you haven't heard, there's a new craze that has everyone wanting to get their hands on a Stanley Quencher Tumblr. All right, Stanley's limited edition Galentine's Day themed quenchers have not only sold out at stores, but they are now reselling for more than quadruple their value on the resale market. Now, the pink and red cups were originally priced between $20 and $50, but now, thanks to the hype, they are now going for hundreds of dollars on sites like eBay. All right, y'all, you never know what crazy trends are going to like resonate with the people. What are your thoughts on this crazy tra uh, craze? Uh, Flame, let's go to you first. Uh, it's just like the cabbage patch dial when I was kids. Everybody wanted that little ugly ass dial. I did not want one of them <laughs> ugly ass dials. I don't know why people get caught up on trends and then that you skyrocket in the price 
it is supply and demand. That's all it is. It is. But people get caught up on the the uh, the. Oh my God! I gotta have one. I own one of these. I don't need that. I would get a knockoff, baby. I gotta knock off everything up in here. I'm a knockoff. I gotta knock off everything up in here. <laughs> You know what? It's the mentality that people want what they cannot have or what they exactly, and then exactly. they make it. They pay ridiculous money for something you don't. Is, don't you don't even need? Al, what are your thoughts on this nonsense? Well, Flame, I'm going to push back on push back on you on this one. It's not supply and demand here. This cup has been around for a hundred years, actually a hundred plus years. You know, it was created by William Stanley back in the early 1900s. The the deal is that women. Women are driving the market in this. This club has been around forever. Men use it in hunting. Men use it in sporting. And men use it when driving around in their car. Women have now taken it over. And they've said, hey, this Stanley Cup is very convenient for us, and especially us very mobile and active women, uh, soccer moms, moms that have jobs, I mean, uh, wives that have jobs, people that are on the go and in their car, and they feel like this is the best cup because it's the most secure and they can get a lot of whatever they need. Now, the interesting part to me is that it's, all, it's sold in Target in the Starbucks. Now, didn't I just read a couple of days ago that Starbucks lost, had the largest loss in the history of Starbucks of $11 billion because they were supporting Israel? However, this cup is outselling and overselling now. So what happened to the stance that all the women were taking against Israel? Because they had forgot about it when it came to the convenience of their Stanley Cup. Well, it's resonating with some people because Ansel D'Angelo said, I'm a true consumer because I definitely follow the trend and I ordered one. Crimson Tide said, Yeti is better than Stanley. These idiots will follow anything. And Mika Chanel said, oh, my God, my sister bought a bracelet for her Stanley Cup. Getting out of control, LOL. Hmm, and Cali Girl said, like the Furbies in the 90s. I never uh, got into that. The Furbies. I think if women are really attracted to this cup, it must be a rose attached to it. Ooh. I've <laughs> never the tried the rose. Is that the bottom? It, it maybe is at the top. Flame, have you tried the rose? Have I, I have tried it? a rose, but I have to have a bigger rose. That, that what rose are you going to do with a rose? <laughs> now, how you, Al, get out of my business. Oh, I'm saying, wait a minute. What are you, seriously, where are you, where are you playing with the rose at? My rose had thorns. Wait a minute. What happened? I'm just saying, where are you playing with your rose at? Uh, Mr. Reynolds, this is a very private conversation between Well, you brought it up, Mama. Well, I'm like, and Claudia asked me, had I tried a rose? I said, yes, you're the one who disgruntled and upset me. <laughs> I'm not disgruntled. Don't I'm get mad at me because I was a rose. <laughs> I'm interested. I'm not disgruntled. I'm interested. I need to know where you put that rose and where Ooh. it's vibrating. Look, ooh. moving on, <laughs> Judge Judy is getting some heat for her comments about the man who attacked a judge in a Las Vegas courtroom. When asked about her thoughts on the attack, Judge Judy said, I was shocked that this defendant managed to get as far as he did without somebody shooting him. What are your thoughts on the judge, judge's response? Al, what do you think? Shot him? Did she say shoot him or should have shot him? Did she say that? Like, seriously, come on now, Judge, yeah. judge Judy. You better calm down. We liked you now for 25 years. We listened to your little legal advice and the black community helped keep your ass in that chair. But shoot us. Is this what we're doing now, Judge Judy? We're shooting people that are unruly in the court and especially black men that are unruly in the court. Miss Judge Judy, thank goodness you're not on the bench no more. If you are, whatever you're on, I will stop watching because if you're advocating killing somebody in the courts before you advocate getting better security or better officers to watch the judge, you and I got a problem. Shame on you, Judge Judy. Shame yeah. on you. 
Yeah. All right, Flame, give it to me. I thought Judge Judy was extreme for that statement as well, Al, because the bailiffs and all should they all should be removed because they were they they dropped the ball on this. And he, first of all, he missed his calling in life because <laughs> when he jumped from there, he could have been a three pointer all day long. He, he had hops. He hopped all the way up across the bench and grabbed the hold to her shaggy da hair, baby. He got her. But back to Judge Judy, I was never a fan of Judge Judy. She was too funny looking to me. Oh, she was so funny looking to me. I couldn't get past it. I wanted her to pull the robe up over her head. I couldn't do it. So you didn't like her because of her looks? Well, um, I'm superficial. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, uh, it's, it's giving kind of like MAGA, Republican kind of yeah, talking real. points. Um, okay. Uh, all lives matter, anti-black lives matter. Judge Judy, you know that people are going through a lot of different things when they go to court. It's not as simple as what the, the surface, what is revealed on the surface, and that's with a lot of things. So to think that someone should be shot, shot for yeah. an attempted lashing at a judge, yeah, it's very inappropriate, it's very wrong, but they should be murdered for that, Judge Judy? Can I ask you a question, Claudia? Do you think that she would have said such an extreme had that been a white boy attacking I do not. No, absolutely not. I do not. I do and not. Let me ask again. my question. Can we I ask the two question? Americas. Can I ask my question? Yeah. What do you do with that rose? Like, what? what oh what, my God! What, what Al, rose, have a sip. Have a sip on me. Al. Drink your butter rose. Drink your butter. <laughs> it's tequila. It's tequila tonight. Huh? You got a love connection. Seems like. All right, Flame is a spoken for woman. Okay, coming up, we're playing a fun game of fashion hit or miss, and I guess Al's gonna continue to ask Flame about this mystery rose. And what <laughs> we're gonna find out. I guess we'll be back. Mm. I need to know where she put. It. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, we want to give a big congrats to the legendary actress, Angela Bassett. She received an honorary Oscar at the 2024 Governor's Awards last night. Fellow actress Regina King presented the award to Angela while giving her a big kiss on stage. Now, this is Angela's first Oscar award, and many of us would agree it is so long overdue because this woman should have been had an Oscar. She is so talented. What are your thoughts on Angela receiving an honorary Oscar and an honorary kiss? Alice, go to you first. So I'm going to be honest. I said this here on TJF before that I didn't like necessarily the terms because this is an honorary Oscar. And as far as I'm concerned, Angela Bassett deserved a real Oscar. Yeah. Uh, the original type of Oscar. But with that being said, Claudia and Flame, after I saw her face... After I saw how she responded, I was like, wow, she really is appreciative of this Oscar. So I'm going to give her all the flowers that she deserved. And the best thing about it was that we know that her and Regina King have been working together since Boys in the Hood, right? Wasn't it Boys in the Hood? That was the first movie that they worked on. And we also know that uh, Regina King has been away and out of the media since the death of her son. And we found out that Angela Bassett was actually very pivotal in helping her through that tough time so to see her present to angela and to see her embrace her with a kiss just warmed my entire heart congratulations angela my 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 i bow to you if you love it if you like it i love it and also to regina king there could not have been a better presenter for her yeah Chris Hop said, uh, should have been had it for what's love got to do with it. I agree. I don't care what movie was out that year. That was some incredible 
yeah. acting right there. Flame, yeah. what do you think about this? Listen, I'm with Al. I appreciate that the Oscars recognized her after all these years, but it does not have the same weight. I would like to have seen her uh, them announced at the Oscars, and the Oscar goes to Angela Bassett. You can never get that gratification from an honorary Oscar. I'm appreciative that she got it, and I know Angela personally. We were at Dave Chappelle's birthday party in August, and we were on the stage, on the dance floor, doing Tina Turner together. It was a great moment in my life because you know I'm a Tina Turner impersonator, and she played Tina, and I I couldn't wholeheartedly agree with you more, Claudia. She should have won. Was it 84 for What's Love Got to Do with It? She was unmatched. If y'all don't quit playing in Angela Bassett's face, I I, I don't want to hear the excuses. And the, some of the movies that y'all be choosing, yeah, the Academy, y'all getting it wrong. The fact that this woman doesn't have an Oscar, and some people that have never seen their work have Oscars. She was brilliant in in every project, but especially yeah. in what's love got to do with it. Yeah. All right, the fourteen one hundred roles. She she has done one hundred roles. She's a gracious woman too. She really is a gracious woman. Epic, I'm gonna plug mine. I did a little part with her in How Stella Get a Groove Back. I was a flight attendant when she dropped her son off to the airport to let him go away when she went to that. Anyways, go look at that. All right, the 14th <laughs> annual governor, I was an upgraded extra, y'all. The 14th annual governor's awards brought out the best in film last night. So it's only right that we play a fun game of hit or miss. All right, y'all, let's cue the music. Let's cue the music. All right, first we have Niecy Nash, y'all. Is she a hit or miss? Can I go first? Because I think she looks amazing. The body is snatched. The dress is gorgeous and very classy. I give her a hit. Flame, what do you think? I can't see it. Girl, put them glasses on, honey. I'll give you my opinion. I'll give you my opinion. Oh, go ahead. We'll give you us, Al. Uh, you know, that off-white is my thing. You guys see I wear a lot of it. Niecy Nash looks beautiful. It accentuates her body. And the cape on it is to die for. This is definitely a hit for me. Yeah. That body looks so good. That Plain body is bang. I think ever since Niecy Nash has found true love, her true happiness with her partner, with her wife for life, Niecy has knocked it out the park every fashion show, every gown, every cocktail dress, every hairstyle. Niecy is a beast. I love it. Hit. All right, we gotta go through these a lot faster because we got a whole bunch of people. So let's be yeah. real quick. Next up, we have Taraji P. Henson, hit or miss. Al, let's go to you first. Definitely a hit. I love the texture and I love the flowers. Thumbs up, Taraji. Yeah. Keep doing your thing. Flame? Yeah. yeah, I love that one too. Taraji don't always get it right to me sometimes, but that one I absolutely adore her in. She looks good. Daniel Brooks, hit or miss. Uh, Flame, let's go to you first. Um. For, for, for a plus size woman, I like that because it's covering up everything. She's not showing it. And you know she has to wear the purple because she played Sophia in the color purple. I like it. it it's flattering her body. It's not it's not offensive because, you know, plus size women sometimes. Let's go, Flame. Of course, okay. she's absolutely beautiful. The color's nice. It accentuates everything it needs to be. And I like the way it illuminates. A hit for yeah. me. Yeah. I'm going to give her a hit. Sexy and classy and covered up. All right. We have Ava DuVernay. Hit or miss. Ava, absolutely beautiful. It's classic, and it was her night. What a night it was for her. Love the gloves, love the contrast, love the breasts. Definitely a hit for me. Flame? Hit. You can never go wrong with black or white. Hit. Ah, oh, we got 10 seconds to get up to this one. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. 
Lenny Kravitz, I'm going to say, was mm, not a hit for me. He looks like he's going to a funeral, not a celebration. I'm going to give him a thumb downs on this because he could definitely do better. Go ahead, Flame. Lenny Kravitz can show up in the paper bag. It's a hit. Hit, 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 and he can hit. Hit. Hit, Lenny, hit. He can hit and be changed that outfit. I don't like it. <laughs> All right, I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds of Flame Monroe, for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Souls. Face off, it goes down on that show. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, y'all.